0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Football Talk from the Yorkshire Post, where we'll be discussing some of the latest talking points from the world of football with members of our football writing team. On this week's episode, we're joined by Chief Football Writer for the Yorkshire Post, Stuart Rayner, and Football Writer for the Yorkshire Post, your module. Don't forget you can keep up to date with all the football news across Yorkshire and beyond by logging onto our website at yp.sport at nationalworld.com, as well as checking out our various Twitter feeds, the main one being at ypsport. If you search for Yorkshire Post Sport, Yorkshire Post Football or even Sheffield Sport on Facebook, you can find us there as well. And if you have any questions for our writers, you can get in touch using those various Twitter or Facebook pages or email us directly with the subject matter as Football Talk Podcast at yp.sport at nationalworld.com.
1: YorkshirePost.co.uk
0: This week we're joined by Chief Football Writer for the Yorkshire Post, Stuart Rayner, and Football Writer for the Yorkshire Post, Leon Wobshaw. Good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Um, Right, so our attention turns to the uh, the League One playoffs, uh, which saw the greatest comeback in playoff history. uh, After Sheffield Wednesday came back from 4-0 down after their first leg away at Peterborough United to win 5-3 on penalties. Um, They will meet South Yorkshire rivals Barnsley, who overcame a stubborn Bolton-Wanderers team. Um, Now, immense credit is due all round but in particular to Owls boss Darren Moore, who handled the appalling abuse directed at him so well prior to the uh, second leg. Um, now, I think it's fair to say that none of us uh, on this podcast uh, gave the Owls a chance of advancing to the final. Uh, however, they proved us all wrong, and you, Stuart, were able to witness the miracle firsthand. Um, what did you make of the game at Hillsborough, and what could we expect um, when they when the two sides clash at Wembley?
1: Well, I'll never see another game like that again, I'm sure. It was just <laughs> incredible. And I do have to say that one person on this podcast did chime, chime up and, say, and tell me, Well, you could see a miracle that, that day. <laughs> yeah. Leon, Leon, had, Leon had a slimmer of, of belief. I have to say, <laughs> I had none whatsoever. It was just... <laughs> pretty clear from last week's podcast. I really didn't give them a chance, but they themselves believed. And, you know, I think, I think that is the important thing to sort of go around in a circle when we're talking about Leeds united that that whole night just showed the you know the the value of positive thinking and you know speaking to to Barry Bannon and Darren Moore afterwards i, I wrote a piece about all the sort of psychological tricks that that uh, that Moore and the squad and the, and the sports psychologists were playing on each other to just get them believing that this could that this could happen again hillsborough was absolutely magnificent you know um Really got. Through, I, I was going to say really got behind them from the first whistle to the last. But it, it started long before the first whistle. To be fair, really, really good atmosphere. Again, something that these to be fair, should be able to to rely on. But yeah, it, it was just it it was just a, a brilliant performance. I mean, you know, those those who were sort of optimistic about it would, would always say, well, if they get a couple of goals you know who knows who knows where they it could snowball from them from there but i think they were i think they were up inside about what was it 20, 25 minutes mm. um and it wasn't till the 70th that the, 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 the third goal get, came and the, in that period you just you just worried that it was just going to be a step too far and there was always the danger i mean peter got such a quick and good front three in Mason clark clark johnson harris and uh, and Poku, that you, you you just worried about them getting done once on the counter attack, and that being that. And in fairness, Cameron Dawson, who made a bad error in the first leg, made three really important saves early on in, in that game, and that was every bit as important as, as all the other things that happened that night. But uh, yeah, I think just just a lesson uh, to everyone really, just just don't give in. Any anything is possible. Um, if you stick at it, and it and it really was just just a privilege of a night to be at.
2: Yeah, I mean it was obviously Stuart was there firsthand. He'll he'll obviously always remember it, and I think you know, the other watching viewers like myself won't forget it either. It was, yeah, it was staggering what happened, and yeah, it was definitely the picture of the season at the at the end uh, for me with Darren Moore, it was just just sheer relief, wasn't it? He, he had his arm around one of the. Um, Wednesday backroom staff, and you know, it said said everything. You know, we we both dealt with with more considerably this season. He's a good good man. He's he's a proper football guy, and yeah, I was absolutely delighted for him, especially with you know some of the the filth he's had to to put up with his, as as well. So yeah, and he, he he sort of looked he probably wasn't inside, but he, he sort of appeared that. The calmest man in the in the building there on on Thursday, and yeah, I mean, you sort of look at Wednesday and the way they've done it. You know, one thing's for sure: if they do, if they do go behind at at Wembley, they'll they'll have that sort of sort of that reservoir of hope within the won't they? You know, they, they come back come from something staggering to to actually get there. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure some people might sort of think: is it written in the stars for them this season after what they've. What they've had to go through, but i think it'll be playoff finals quite often are it'll probably probably won't be the case now I'll, I'll say this but it does look like being a, another really tight one you know it could be it could be fine margins this height against Barnsley. i think the one thing that that i think everyone at a degree with and probably stuart and myself we were there and watched huddersfield you know lose to uh, to forest in the in the championship playoff final Twelve, there'll be twelve months to the day. Actually, on on Monday, you know that was a game that left a bit of taste in the mouth. It wasn't the sort of case that the best team won; it was just mired in controversy, wasn't it? With the two, two really harsh calls going against um, Huddersfield. I just hope that if it is decided, you know, the way it's decided on Monday, two Yorkshire teams. You know, it is the football that uh, that wins out, and not a not a VAR decision. But yeah, I think it finally poised. I mean, a different different semi-finals, weren't they? Obviously, it was a tide of emotion that that got Wednesday through. It sort of played the occasions as spoke, opposed to the to the game almost. Whereas you know the semi-final with Barnsley was it was probably the the other way around. It was a, you know, a lot more a lot more strategic, and I thought Barnsley's game management over two legs against Bolton was was pretty impeccable, really. You know, they did an excellent job in in the first game. I think Bolton's first effort on target was was the goal, and that only really arrived from a, a bit of a goalkeeping error. And they restricted Bolton to pretty much next to nothing at um, at Oakwell on on Friday really you know kept their heads, managed the game superbly. Uh, Mads Anderson's come back in, in the team after a little injury, and he's been, he, he's he was outstanding over both the games and. You know Liam Kitchener got got all the glory with a goal, and uh, Bobby Thomas weren't far, far behind. You know there was plenty of individual contributions, and yeah, it's it's be a mouthwatering game, shouldn't it? You know Barnsley have got the, the the big game record, of beaten Wednesday twice in the league. Although I'm not sure how much that will have an impact on on uh, Monday. It's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? But you know they've also also beaten the likes of Plymouth and. Um, and Derby as well, so they've managed to beat you know big teams in in the division, and they, won't, they certainly won't be phased. They've you know they've got a an intense um, way of playing at the best. front four. They're organised, they're fit, they're energetic, and um, but obviously Wednesday's more the, the the sort of roller coaster story of um, emotion almost, isn't it? So. Yeah, it, it should be a, a fascinating contest. I think midfield will will be the key. I don't know what Stuart things, but that's that's the area I think where it could be decided.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I, I just think it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out. I think it's I think it's a good thing that there's such a a long gap between the 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 semi final and the final because you you would worry it's sort of two yeah. sides of it, which feel Wednesday. On the one hand, they'd have been on the crest of, the, of a wave. On the other hand, they gave so much emotional and physical effort. Yeah. You know, it's good job that they've had that time to recharge because I think from my perspective, you know, when you're looking at it as a neutral, um, I just want to see the best of both sides because, you know, I saw them play at Oakwell and to be frank before last week, that was probably the, the best game I'd seen all season. It was such a good advert for league, for League One. And and I think I think the thing that stood out for me that day was I think Sheffield Wednesday really struggled in the early stages to just cope with Barnsley pressing in their faces. I think that that's something they've they've really got to, you know, think about and and, and maybe select their select their defences accordingly because Barnsley just got. As I say, right in the face, is mistakes and and scored score goals from them. And I think, from a Barnsley perspective, I think the good thing. Leon alluded to it in the paper the other day, but you know we've seen it over the course of the season. They can win in different ways. You know, it was yeah. we we we've we've praised Michael Duff so much on this podcast this year, and, and we really you know we we're praising him again this week because it was such a good tactical job they did on on Bolton. Um, over the course of two legs, he, he really, it was really a, a really eked out, thought out um, two two-legged victory. And then we've seen other games where they've just gone full gun, as it were, and 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 just outscored teams, sort of thing. So whatever type of a match it is, I think Barnsley will be confident that they can that they can cope with it. Um, as Leon says, what what the what the two Barnsley wins over Sheffield Wednesday this season. Counts for well, we can debate, but it it should at least give them confidence that they that they can do it. When they have the confidence of the fact that they they got the nineteen ninety six points this season, there's, there's a sort of name on the cup feel about it. So yep. I'm hoping we're we'll, we're just going to see a, a really good game, and I, I wouldn't like to I wouldn't like to predict it to be honest with you. Uh, I think when, before the playoffs started, I was talking about Barnsley as. As, as potential playoff winners but you, you just don't know how such a remarkable night for Sheffield Wednesday has, uh, has has skewed things really and I think it'll be really interesting to see in the first 15 20 minutes just how energetic confident Sheffield Wednesday look on the on the back of uh, on the back of the other night I think it's a bit of a bit of an unknown for us but I, I'm really pleased that it's a, a third versus fourth final I think that they're always better because you just feel like those two teams have deserved it. Mm. You know, having seen, obviously we've both seen those two teams over the season, they definitely do deserve it. And I just echo what Leon says. I just hope it's not decided by VAR. I hope it's not decided by penalties. I just hope it's decided by who's the best football team over the 90 or the 120 minutes. Yeah. And uh, whoever whoever goes up, um, good luck to them because they will deserve it. Yeah,
2: definitely. Well, we've, had, we've had two two goals in three all Yorkshire playoff finals before so I think the one thing that I predict is it won't be a it won't be a goal fest but uh, we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yorkshirepost.co.uk
0: Many thanks to Stuart Rayner and Leon Wobstall who will doubtless join us again soon for more discussions on the Yorkshire football scene. Don't forget you can keep up to date with all the football news across Yorkshire and beyond by logging on to our website at yp.sport at nationalworld.com, or if you search for Yorkshire Post Sport, Yorkshire Post Football, or even Sheffield Sport on Facebook, you can find us there as well. If you have any questions for our writers, you can get in touch using those various Twitter or Facebook pages, or email us directly with the subject matter as football Talk podcast at yp.sport at nationalworld.com. As ever, many thanks for listening, look after yourselves, and bye for now.